0: For the morning of Monday, March 22nd, you're listening to Thriving Through Nature. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Thriving Through Nature, your connection to all things natural, as brought to you by the UVM Thrive Guide. My name is Allie, and I'm a senior at UVM, and on this episode I'm going to be taking you through a little bit of an introduction to the natural world around us, as well as the importance of our connection to it, as researched and explained by writer Johan Hari. Later on, I'll be talking about some of the natural attractions around us in the state of Vermont that I've experienced and would like to recommend to you. Let's get started. So, if you aren't familiar with his work, Johan Hari is a writer and journalist who's covered topics on everything from depression and anxiety to the British monarchy. Today we're just going to be looking at the research he shares on mental health and how it relates to our connection to nature, which is a topic he covers in his book Lost Connections, Why You're Depressed and How to Find Hope. If you haven't read this book before, I absolutely recommend it, but in terms of listening to this podcast, you aren't entirely out of luck, as I'll just be covering the basics of the science behind our connection to the natural world around us. In his book, Lost Connections, Hari articulates nine different causes for depression and anxiety, all of which are different forms of disconnection from an aspect of our lives. Hari stresses that these disconnections are not the be all and end all of any one person's mental health journey. These are just the causes he was able to identify, and in some cases, identify with. One such cause is our disconnection from the natural world around us. Hari begins the chapter by admitting to his own disconnection from nature. I don't do nature, Hari says. I like nice concrete walls covered with bookshelves. I like skyscrapers. I like subway stations opening out onto taco trucks. I regard Central Park as excessively rural and walk up 10th Avenue to avoid it. I go out into the natural world only when I'm forced to because I'm chasing a story. I'm sure I'm not the only one who can relate to that sentiment at least a little bit, especially in the environment we're facing now. During the pandemic, we're being told to stay home in order to keep others and ourselves safe. For me, staying home has definitely morphed from a preference to a necessity, and that transformation can bring mental health issues with it, but we'll get back to that. Hari's deep dive into our connection to nature is framed around both his experience in climbing a mountain, as well as his retrospective connections between his conversation with Isabel Benke with several research theories. Let's talk about some of those theories as to why re-establishing your connection to the natural world can help you. Now, some of this chapter revolves around the behaviour of animals and what we've observed. According to Hari, we now know from over a century of observing animals in captivity that when they are deprived of their natural habitat, they will often develop symptoms that look like extreme forms of despair. Hari argues that humans are not exempt from this phenomenon. On top of this, Hari notes that there is scientific evidence to the fact that regular exercise helps to significantly reduce depression and anxiety. However, there is a higher reduction in depression for those who exercise outdoors as opposed to in gyms or on treadmills. One theory as to why both of these facts stands is the concept of biophilia, a term coined by biologist E.O. Wilson. Hari defines this as an innate love for the landscapes in which humans have lived for most of our existence, and for the natural web of life that surrounds us and makes our existence possible. This theory explains that immersing ourselves in the natural world helps alleviate feelings of depression. As animals feel a distinct distress when separated from the habitat they evolved to live in, humans are no different. Another topic this chapter covers is a little bit broader, in more ways than one. According to Hari, there are a range of studies that depict a person's general feeling of awe when they're faced with the beauty and grandeur of nature. Isabel Benke described her feelings when she was completely isolated and stuck inside while studying at Oxford as the complete opposite of those feelings of awe. She was depressed and felt trapped. However, when we're out in nature, the world feels so much bigger than the sum of just our problems and feelings. Hari says that this concept helps you see the deeper and wider ways in which you are connected to everything around you. I can absolutely relate to feelings of isolation, especially in these times. Quarantine in general has made it really difficult for me to stay connected to myself, to others, and to the natural world around me. I find it hard to focus and stay motivated for classes, even with my graduation from UVM in sight. There's some research Hari shared that might help if you're in a similar situation to me. A study from the Journal of Affective Disorders titled, Interacting with Nature Improves Cognition and Affect for Individuals with Depression, notes that when people who live in cities got out into nature for a walk, they felt much better afterwards and could concentrate more. This effect on move was five times greater for people who were depressed than people who weren't. I wouldn't really call Burlington a city, but the idea remains. It seems like a simple, mundane thing, but just getting out for a walk when you feel like you can't focus might be able to help. That's where I'll leave off on Hari's evidence as to the importance of our connection to nature as it relates to our mental health. But again, if you haven't read his book Lost Connections, I really do recommend it. Again, as Hari mentions early in his book, reestablishing your connection to nature is not going to be the be all end all to curing any mental health issues but Harry quotes Professor Howard Frumpkin's idea that immersing yourself in nature is a treatment that has very few side effects, is not expensive, doesn't require a trained or licensed professional to prescribe it, and has pretty good evidence of efficacy so far. So I won't say I don't recommend it. Speaking of recommendations, I'd like to share with you some of my personal favorite natural attractions in the state of Vermont if you're looking to kickstart your reconnection with nature. Number one, Centennial Woods. This one is just about as convenient for UVM students as it gets because this trail runs just adjacent to campus. The Centennial Woods Trail is a beautiful walk through a mix of forest area, wetlands, and streams. My first experience with Centennial Woods was a mindfulness hike, but if meditation isn't really your jam, check out the playlist Get Outside on the UVM Thrive Guide Spotify for the soundtrack to your next walk. Number two is Queechi Gorge. While it's a little bit of a drive for on-campus catamounts, one of my earliest memories of nature in Vermont is going to the Queechi Gorge with my family. I think eight-year-old me might've just liked the gift shop, but Queechy Gorge is still pretty impressive. It is absolutely beautiful and features a trail that is accessible to hikers of many skill levels. Number three, last but not least, Lake Champlain. If you're really not one for hiking and you want something beautiful and close by to campus, I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you to get down to the waterfront at some point during your UVM career. Long before I was remotely interested in coming to UVM, my family and I took summer day trips to Burlington and we'd spend the day at North Beach. So hanging out down by the water nowadays means a whole lot to me. Of course, wherever you decide to explore, please be considerate of others as well as of the nature around you. Kindly pick up after yourself, leave no trace on trails, and respect social distancing and mask wearing wherever necessary. On the next episode of Thriving Through Nature, you'll be hearing from my incredible groupmates as they talk about what facts and bits of evidence from Hari's book they connected to and why. In the meantime, make sure to check out the episodes coming from UVM Thrive Guides' other nature podcasts, Seeking Natural Happiness. Kindly follow us on Instagram at UVM Thrive Guide, and check out our website at uvmthriveguide.wixsite.com slash thrive. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one.